Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins were back in the lineup for the Arizona Cardinals, and it didn't take long for them to make an impact, but they weren't the stars of the show in Chicago, but they did take out with these, the Chicago Bears. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, and we're breaking it down. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the podcast, Rise Up Red Seats, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals, Monday edition, recapping yesterday's 33-22 win over the Chicago Bears. The Arizona Cardinals improved to 10-2 on the season, improving on their NFL best record, improving on their road record, which remains pristine at 7-0 now, even after an ugly, sloppy win, or at least the turf and the, the elements were sloppy. The Arizona Cardinals, as far as the offensive side of the football, the defensive side of the football, for the most part, were not sloppy. DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray back in the lineup. How did they fare? And how the Arizona Cardinals pretty much showed that they're a complete team and probably the most complete team in the NFL on Sunday with their win over the lowly Chicago Bears. Uh, big, big shout out to everybody that makes this your first listen each and every morning. Thank you for checking out Lockdown Cardinals wherever you find podcasts. If it's Apple Podcasts, please subscribe. Maybe review us. Leave us a rating. It goes a long way. And if you're watching on YouTube, thanks for watching. If you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. If you know other Cardinals fans out there, let them know. Uh, big thank you to everybody that uh, hit us up with their uh, making Lockdown Cardinals their most popular podcast. Big thank you there. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards, at Bob Rack to follow me, Bo Brock. And at Clancy's Corner, follow Alex. Alex, uh, you know, it really just didn't take very long for Kyler Murray to kind of find his rhythm, despite kind of a botched first play back in the lineup. But then a couple plays later, he's finding DeAndre Hopkins for pay dirt on fourth and two. Yeah, he's always the <laughs> He reminds me of, of um, my best friend growing up, not by stature, looks, or anything, but in the way <laughs> that my best friend growing up, didn't study, you know, um, and I'm not saying I'm not uh, confirming the report that Kyler Murray doesn't work off uh, work out in the offseason. It's not what I'm saying. Um, he would just walk into tests, walk into classes during a test day and just get an A. Yeah. He just walks in. He hears all the stuff during the week and he just gets an A. And I hated him for it. Seems like kind of like that's what Kyler Murray is in some respects. Where it's like, like Andy Andre Hopkins, I guess you can group in. It's like, yes, you can practice. You can practice light. You can miss a few weeks. It's going to take a little rust to come off. It takes two seconds, and then you're going to be exactly where you were before. Right. You know, it, it, it's, and that's just, that's what we see. And it was, it was a little jarring watching him not remember how to use his hands when water's on a ball uh, after the first snap. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it was just bing, bang, boom. Luckily, the defense made it very easy for them today. DeAndre Hopkins didn't have to play a whole lot. Kyler Murray was able to use his RPO play action game uh, flawlessly inside the red zone. And that's all she wrote. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems to be the, just the game plan. The Arizona Cardinals win the coin toss. They send their defense out there. The defense either gets a three and out. In this case, they force a, a turnover. Jalen Thompson picks off a tip pass from Annie Dalton and then puts the Arizona Cardinals offense in prime position to immediately cash in. First play, as we said, did not uh, go well. Kyler Murray shows, 
yeah, the elements, you know, we're looking at the ankle. We're looking at a couple things like, man, this might not be the best situation for him to come back. And then a couple plays later, you're just like, oh, you, you rascal, you Kyler Murray. I mean, on fourth and two, he dropped an absolute dime to DeAndre Hopkins. And then it, probably no other wide receiver. Maybe uh, I can count on one hand, you know, another wide receiver that makes that play. And it's just like, oh, we missed you. We missed you. Like you showed us like just a few plays in how what, what you can do that other players in this league cannot do. Arizona Cardinals go out to 7-0 or 7-0. And then the next offensive drive for the Bears, another interception, Buda Baker. Poor guy can't find the end zone despite taking it back, what, 70-plus yards on that one? It wasn't quite DK Metcalf, you know, chasing him down. It was more of an angle play, but uh, Booter doesn't get in then. But then the Arizona Cardinals are able to cash in again, uh, 14-0 before you know it. And then the Bears were able to put together kind of a methodical drive. Uh, what they go, 14 plays, 77 yards. Uh, but then the Arizona Cardinals, after that drive, I thought they locked in, like, it was impressive to see what they did, that they are just absolutely lethal on a short field and they can take advantage of their defense setting them up, Alex. But then we were like, okay, let's see what Kyler looks like, you know, his first time back having to kind of uh, command a drive the entire, pretty much the entire length of the field, at least 80 yards. And I thought the play calling was fantastic from Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. I thought his playmakers were making plays all over the field. And then it was capped by an unbelievable, you know, catch kind of uh, James Conner spearing, spearing with one arm and then bringing it down to the end zone uh, a couple more yards. And, uh, you know, it was just – then they go up 21-7, and it's pretty much over from that point for the Cardinals going forward. Yeah, and I was thinking throughout this game, looking forward, man, what's this offense going to look like with Chase Edmonds in the backfield also? Yeah, yeah. Like, sweet mo- – like, so, yes, everything you said is true. Like, this isn't so much about what happened today – and we'll obviously break everything down, but like paving the way for the rest of the season, they're in good. They're in good shape. Jalen Thompson hobbled today. Um, TJ Humphreys went out for a play, which kind of makes you worried. And that he came right back in, he was ready to jump back in right away. Right in, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And they had to call a timeout to get him back in. Um, but this offense isn't. This offense needs to look a lot better than it did today. I mean, just in the grand scheme, Kyler Murray's first week back, they only had 250 yards of total offense, and I know a lot of it was on short fields. They had field goals where they probably should have scored touchdowns, growing pains getting back in against a bad team. I get all of it. Mm-hmm. But if they need it, they need to get back to their peak of where they were the first five weeks of the season, and I think Chase Edmonds is going to be a huge integral part of that where you get two guys completely different out of the backfield that can both do the same things that's really going to extend the strength of this offense. But if this defense is still going to is going to continue to continuously turn teams over, I mean they have Matthew Stafford turns the ball over, Carson Wentz turns the ball over, Dak Prescott turns the ball over, Russell Wilson seems to turn the ball over. Like the Lions, they have quarterbacks that turn the ball over a lot. Then they're mm-hmm. gonna, you know, it's gonna be easier streets uh to maneuver around for the for the Cardinals offense. So this yeah. was just a little microcosm of maybe what we can see with this team being opportunistic on defense. Yeah, I just think we're looking for perfection, you know, especially if you know what they're capable of. We've seen this offense uh, a race, what was it, a 20 to 3 lead at one point from the from the Vikings like in, in just an instant. Uh they have that ability and then to see them kind of struggle and be a little bit sluggish in the second half, I'm fine with that. I just think that the offense was able to kind of show that they didn't truly miss a beat and they were able to do that in a couple ways. One, obviously Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins are, are just they're that good 
they're that good to where they can be out as long as they were 38 days and come in on the first drive and immediately make a play. I thought Cliff Kingsbury's play calling was on point. You did probably have the one play that you mentioned, I think, in our postgame reaction pod where they went wildcat. Well, if you look at the wildcat, the times that they've run it this season, they really haven't had they, – they've been – relatively successful it's gotten anywhere from like four to 12 yards it hasn't been like a big breaker but it's gotten yardage it didn't work on sunday but uh for the most part and then the bears defense is not that good so the the offense was able to kind of get and not miss a beat so you know i i just thought it was a it was a good decent opportunity for them to kind of get in because you're not going to be at soldier field monday night football in the next week you're going to be in the friendly you know confines of State Farm Stadium in Glendale. It's going to be, you know, obviously you can control the elements in there. There's not going to be, and you're going to be dealing with a field turf that you're familiar with. So it's not going to be, you're going to be able to kind of get back on, on track and play with a little bit more speed than we saw on Sunday. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, the thing about the, so it was the wildcat and it was the end arounds to Rondell Moore that just aren't working. Yeah. A Rondell yeah. Moore, I don't know if, if if they think the you know pass line of scrimmage is lava w- with him, like I don't know, <laughs> like going back to the floor is lava. Like I don't yeah. get it. I yeah. they've completely forgotten how to use Christian Kirk and and uh, Rondell Moore as the threat together. Like I I don't and I know that it's probably because DeAndre Hopkins has been hurt and also because James Conner has been so effective. You don't really need to use Rondell Moore because you're getting D- James Conner in space. Those are a lot of his touches. They're giving him to him in the backfield. It's like. They're trying to do too much with him and not just say, hey, outrun that corner that's defending you. Like, I don't understand why. I I, I don't get it. They're getting way too cute with him, and it's looking like a Jarvis Landry-ish kind of thing when he's not that kind of player. He's not that kind of player. I don't think it's on him. I mean, it's not on the play calling more so it's on the player. He just won't start going north and south. He just won't. He just He's trying to get too cute. And I think you see that with the first-year players a lot. They just think, hey, I got to make a move. I got to evade tacklers by going east and west when the, the point of the game is to go north and south. And when we see Rondell Moore start to move downfield, he's, 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 he's very good. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy hanging out with you. There was some pretty, you know, as, as quiet of a day as it kind of was, and sure the Cardinals put up 33 points. There was some sneaky stats that proved that this offense is the best in the league. Plus, we'll get into this defensive performance, but I'm excited to tell you really about Direct TV Stream. It's how you can get your TV together. It's when you can take your live sports, your live TV, and get it together with your on-demand favorites so you can watch those live sporting events and then, you know, turn on an on-demand movie or TV show that you love. And the best part, there's no annual contract. You can stop waiting to get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more, directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Thank you for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Alex and I beyond grateful for that. Cardinals with the four picks of Andy Dalton, their defense, their offense total, their team, the turnover differential, they're the top in the NFL as of right now. We'll see what happens when the Patriots take the field on Monday Night F- Football against the, the Bills in a big uh, game for the AFC East. But you had the Arizona, before we get into this defensive performance, Kyler Murray, four total touchdowns, ho-hum coming back in the lineup, two in the air, and then two on the ground. That might be the most encouraging part. It's like Kyler Murray didn't put up a ton of yardage, yardage at Alex. He had, uh, looking at him as far as rushing the football, 
he had 59 yards, sorry, 10 carries for 59 yards. That was a little bit more than I expected to see in the box score, but he had the two touchdowns where he pretty much went in untouched. That's something we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, no, it's, it's, I think a lot of it was what the defense gave to him because you look at it and it it actually makes sense. And it was a great exploitation of it by Cliff Kings or, or Kyler Murray calling his own number was, you know what? Kyler Murray's probably hobbled Chicago Bears defense. Let's focus on the pass game a little bit more, focus on stopping James Conner. And you kind of forget about Kyler Murray's legs. And yeah, I think two of his chunk runs were a little bit on broken ish plays. And then two of them were just magical RPOs, you know? And that what we've what we've grown accustomed to. I am missing the 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 skip into the end zone still. Maybe we get Stephen Bach on uh, his trainer and longtime friend. I want to see some sort of celebration that's not the 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 baby Yoder him just handing the ball with Danny and Tomlinson, Larry Fitzgerald style to the to the ref. The Selfishly, last, yeah. The last time we saw Kyler Murray rushing touchdown was all the way back in Week Three against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That was the last time. That was, that was a saw- super naked boot too. I think. Yeah, that was the, that was Baby Yoda. That's when we, we really yeah. saw Baby Yoda, and it's been too long. And they've incorporated, I think, that in, in the Madden. Uh, hopefully, along with that, before <laughs> incorporating his touchdown celebration, they got his ratings correct. Uh, they had K- Kyler Murray was just efficient today. It's another game where he's the counterpart to Andy Dalton. He doesn't have to do too much. You know, eleven for fifteen, one twenty-three, two touchdowns. You know, the touchdown to DeAndre Hopkins and the other one to James Conner. Just getting it done. Uh, just the performance that you want to see from this offense when you're trying to get your your hobbled stars back in the lineup. James Conner, as you mentioned, over 100 total yards from scrimmage, 75 on the ground on 20 carries, and then he had the the big 23-yard uh, TD reception that he one, one-handed and took in the end zone, two catches for 36 yards. Let me ask you this real quick. Do you think when Chase Edmonds gets back, he kind of takes back his role, or it's James Conner's? It was Conner's never his down. role. Well, I know, but he was the guy that was kind of starting the game and he was getting, you know, most of the looks. He was seeing a lot of uh, touches in the fourth quarter before he went out to the high ankle sprain. Um, Zayvon Collins was anointed the starter as well. And let's see, let's see how far that worked out. Sure. I mean, no, 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 I know, no, I get it. I get it. I think it should be 50 50. I think this is the perfect time where you can pull the brakes off of James Conner a little bit. I'd much rather. If Chase Edmonds could stay healthy, I'd much rather Chase be the between the 20s guy and have James Conner be the bruiser inside the 20s. You don't have to prove to James Conner anything. What we've seen from everybody that has been brought to the Cardinals that was not in the Cardinals last year, Zach Ertz, I love it in Arizona. James Conner, I want to be here. Obviously, it's easy when you're winning 10 out of 12 games and you're the number one seed in the NFL, but you don't owe him anything. You need to do sure. what's best for the team, and I think what's best for the team is shortening his workload if the production can come from elsewhere. And I still think Edo Benjamin should get four or five touches a game. This running game is going to be so important when people key in on Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins in the playoffs that they need to be able to produce. Yeah, and I think that, you know, you found, at least in the last couple games, it doesn't mean that, hey, it's James Conner's rock, he's RB1, and then Chase Edmonds is going to take a back seat to that and completely lose his role because I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Yeah, continue to do the work share. Keep Continue to put a guy who has been infamously an, an oft-injured guy in James Conner who played 10 and 13 games respectively the last two seasons. Uh, he's now played in every game for the Arizona Cardinals. He's been, obviously he looks fresh. Um, that he can be 
And he can do it both as far as being the between the tackle guy and he can be the guy that can catch passes, been beautiful in the screen game, and then also be your goal line guy. And he can be the guy that you can churn clock with. I think when playoff time comes, you know that guy exists. But right now, the rest of the season, for the remaining games, for you know the next five games, you keep him as fresh as possible. You split those carries. You keep those touches down. And you look, if there's a big play, a big drive against the Rams, and you want to lean on him, do it. If there's a big drive against the Dallas Cowboys coming up, another big game, then do it. But as far as putting 20 touches up against the Detroit Lions or the Seattle Seahawks, I'm not for it. Yeah, agreed. I mean, that's yeah, ex- yeah exactly. All right. The defense was just ferocious. And the fact that we're 16 minutes into the podcast and really not talking about it is uh, shame on us for that one. But uh, the defensive performance, the biggest plays from Sunday, who were making the biggest plays. Are there any uh, any causes for concern as well? Let's get into that. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy here on Lockdown Cardinals. Follow along on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards, at Clancy's Corner, and at Bob Brack. Alex, tell me about Built Bar. The best tasting protein bar. It's always exciting to tell our listeners about that. Yeah, I actually just had the uh, the caramel apple one. Uh, mm-hmm. Bo and I got a little got got a little fun pack. Um, and uh, what was it? Strawberry cheesecake? Is that right? Uh, and there was, was a lemon, car- I believe. Lemon cheesecake. I got a strawberry yeah. one too. I don't know. I, and you see, the best be. part about when you get mixed bars, you just get a bunch of different ones, flavors for days. Okay, Bill Bar is the best protein best tasting protein bar on the planet number one but number two because the holiday season's around you might not always want to eat something that's not necessarily you know uh healthy for you or something like that Billbar.com has the flavor it has the protein it has the high fiber low calorie situation for you around the holidays sure have your desserts have those things but in the morning if you don't want a piece of cake Built Bar is the way to go. There's so many amazing flavors. You can have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to just bust down the mall doors and go shop because that sounds terrible. If you're not doing it from home, you need a Built Bar first. People are so passionate about their fa- uh, favorite favorite flavor. Like We continue to talk about this in the Twitter DMs um, from the, the Lockdown NFL hosts about favorite protein bars. Bo's favorite is a travesty compared to what mine is, but we won't talk about that right now. Tell Santa to throw a few uh, extra Built Bars into stockings. There's so many different ways you can do it. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Bo Brock. Tis the season for all the betting action your little heart desires. And there's some a lot of ton a ton of action right now. Bet online, fast is the easiest way to do that. It's got you covered all season long. More props, more odds than ever before. As football season continues, you got the fall college football playoff, which is set. Bet online remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Head over to their new updated desktop mobile website. Sign up today. Get your 50% welcome bonus by using the promo code locked on. One word, you'll get 50%. Whatever you put in to start up, you put in 100 bucks. that means you get $50 free to help build your stack for free. From hoops, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Take advantage of all that BetOnline is giving you this season. BetOnline, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thank you so much. Making Locked on Cardinals your first listen each and every day. 
appreciate you for tuning in, subscribing, wherever you find podcasts, and of course, checking us out on YouTube. We have uh, episodes premiering each and every weekday at 10 a.m. Great content on a daily basis. Follow Alex at Clancy's Corner. Follow me at Bob Rack. And of course, follow the show at Lockdown Easy Cards. The defensive performance, a defense that continues to play on without one of its heartbeats. Did you see on one of the turnovers that J.J. Watt in street clothes was in the celebration in the end zone? I mean, just love J.J. Watt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it doesn't matter. We said this before the season started. The dude doesn't play most games, most seasons. He did last year, but that's not the point. First of all, I'm really happy when I switched to say it's not my money. Right. So who cares if it works mm-hmm. in the salary cap? Is, is that um, affecting the Cardinals, their win total with how much they signed him to? I don't think so. So what J.J. Watt does is he is part of the culture shift. So is AJ Green. So is Rodney Hudson. So is Kyler Murray. So is you know Buda Baker and and uh, and even Zach Allen. You know, like this is part of a familial atmosphere that the Cardinals haven't had. They just haven't. They, they, it's it seems like compared to what they were, now it seems like they were just a bunch of guys wearing the same jersey that in 2015 won a bunch of games in 2014 and 2013 having a good time, no risk and no biscuit. But this seems like a familial atmosphere of guys that are really playing for each other that we haven't seen. For sure. And you've got a game, one of your, the faces of your franchise is one of your leaders, a guy that that's out and who knows, you know, you saw the post on social media. Could he make some sort of uh, crazy return to the playing field after his arm exploding against his former team in the Houston Texans a couple of weeks ago? That remains to be seen. But the fact that he's out there and he's still supporting his teammates, he's still showing them what it means to prepare each and every week. You're seeing it play out in real time. Zach Allen with the big pick. You're seeing guys that are just not taking plays off and you're seeing guys prepare unlike that we've ever seen in that locker room before. Uh, Jordan Hicks, 13 total tackles. Another guy that uh, had a big storyline this offseason. Alex pointed it out. You know, he was a guy that had requested a trade because Steve Kyman anointed uh, your rookie first round pick, Zayvon Collins, the starting linebacker. Jordan Hicks has leads your team in tackles yesterday, and he has the two sacks, two two tackles for a loss. Jalen Thompson in a big game as well, ten total tackles. He had the uh, interception as well. And uh, Byron Murphy, I thought was you know your defensive player of the game. I thought he was unbelievable yesterday. He had a sack. Uh, he or he got he was credited with a half a sack with Chandler Jones, and then also he had the interception. I thought he had some big plays. He thumped a couple guys. He tackled a tight end, something that we've never probably ever seen from a defensive back for the Arizona Cardinals. That's not named Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, uh, in the last ten years. It's just I'm really encouraged by this defense, and they balled out on Sunday as they should have against a bad inferior offense. Sure, you know it's, but you still have to do it. You know, like that's sure. why you play the game. You still have to do it, and and they did it. Like, I mean, Isaiah Isaiah Simmons in the open field tackling people is like he's starting to he's he's got Pro Bowl trajectory. It sometimes mm-hmm. it takes a little bit longer. It took. I always say it, and I know they're not exactly the same player. Devin White in Tampa Bay. They're not even close to the same player. Devin White's about six feet. He's not as big, not as fast. But Devin White took a year and a half before people said, "Oh man, that was a great draft pick." And then they won a Super Bowl. You know, sometimes it takes a while. You're not always going to be Devin Bush who comes in to Pittsburgh. It's like, oh, man, right away. Patrick Queen, right away. It's not always going to be that way. And Isaiah Simmons was given 46 positions to learn last year. So this is the first year where he has some clear direction. Like, you know what? Everybody else is doing their job, so I can do mine. 
and and he's just showing in bursts that the dude's going to be here for a long time and he's going to make an impact for a long time. I at this point, what you, when you see Byron Murphy, it's like okay, he's doing his job. It's still great because we haven't really seen it before as a CB one, but now it's like okay, good. You don't have to worry about that. Buda Baker, Jalen Thompson, same thing. But with Isaiah Simmons and Zach Allen coming in when he's healthy, making an impact. Chandler Jones got a tip on two balls today. You know, like yeah. and then Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks is the I think he's the leading tackler on the team. The dude is a guy that you need for the culture. And he's also yeah. performing this year. Yeah, I think that, you know, and they pointed it out on the broadcast yesterday. It was, it's just like the versatility with with uh, Byron Murphy now playing on the outside primarily, but he goes in and, and plays the slot, and he's one of the best slot corners in the en- entire league. Uh, you know, the, the team, in, the entire defense not shying away from contact like we're used to seeing from guys like Patrick Peterson, Petty Patrick Peterson, and Drake Kirkpatrick, who were just uh, they're allergic to contact last year. And you've got every single cornerback that's not afraid to mix it up and, and throw, you know, throw a shoulder or, or t- take down a tight end or a running back. You got the two safeties that are playing at the highest level in the in the NFL right now. You're probably the best safety duo out there in Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson. Um, and, and then you know what you get from the pass rush. Uh, it, it's just and then it complements what they try to do, what they do on the offensive end. As we pointed out, they're able to kind of cash in. And then, you know, I, I pointed this out on the post game podcast where we're talking every time after the right after the final whistle blows, uh, we're talking for like 10 to 12 minutes that when the offense stalled out in the second half and the Bears had a chance to kind of get back into it, the special teams made a play. And I just think that this team, this is a there's there isn't a bigger, better, complete team than what the Arizona Cardinals have as far as versatility, guys making plays from one to 53, one to 46 on game day. It's just, uh, it's great complimentary football and 10 and two. You can see how they've been successful. And I expect them to continue the success, even with a big game coming up against the Rams on Monday night football week from today. Yeah. You know, this is, I continue to say it throughout the year. Every game has been in its right place to figure out where the Cardinals are at. Every game. Go back to the whole schedule. Every single game. Have they won every game? No. But like, even the game in Jacksonville, where Matt Prater missed the long field goal and they ran it back for a touchdown. I think the Cardinals were losing at half at that point. It's just yep. like, and then you saw what they did in the second half with Byron Murphy's late pick six. It's like, okay, you know, you can go on the road, have a, a questionable call at the end of the first half that turned into something that doesn't happen all the time to the Cardinals getting a W and then blowing out Cleveland on the road and then going to LA and be and beating the doors off the ramps. Like, Every game has been in its right place. Can the Cardinals do this? And the next one on the list, can they go to not like in the Thursday night game against Green Bay? Call it a tie. Whatever. It doesn't the win loss doesn't matter. The Cardinals right. didn't lose by 30 to mm-hmm. the uh, to the to the second best team in the NFL record-wise at home. You go at home to LA, who's probably going to beat the doors off of Jacksonville, and they're going to want revenge and they're going to bring everything they have, even though Robert Woods is out for the year and, and Daryl Henderson's hobbled. If the Cardinals can get a W at home next week in a convincing manner, they're going to be the one seed. Like, it's going to get really serious very quickly here if the Cardinals can take care of business at home Monday night, now like they should against a Rams team that is, you know, underwhelmed over the last month and a half or so. For sure. No doubt about it. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, uh, just recapping the Cardinals 33-22 win over the Chicago Bears. Four turnovers, but four, you know, forced by this defense and then four touchdowns by their franchise quarterback. 
in Kyler Murray, two in the air, two on the ground. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Lockdown AZ Cards, at Clancy Corner, at Bob Rack. And, uh, you know, it's it, it was another fun one for the Cardinals and a bigger game coming up. Sosa Kermenges from Lockdown Rams. We'll talk to him on Thursday. Yeah. It'll be a big week here on Lockdown Cardinals. There, there's only five games left in the regular season. There aren't a lot of opportunities for, for losses for this team, but a lot more opportunities for this team to continue to uh, just just finagle their way into the top spot, or we'll see where they end up at the end of the season as far as uh, the playoff seating goes. Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Lockdown Bets with your boy Q, and of course, handicap expert and analysis from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, just like we are. Have a great rest of your Monday. We'll talk to you on Tuesday on Locked on Cardinals.